I'm sure you maybe felt like his mom sometimes. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and that was our main part because he grew up. It was just him and his mom. Um, his dad was in and out, yeah, uh, and so it just seemed like. And it's like my therapist broke it down to me, like looking back at it, it's like he's never had to struggle. Not saying people should struggle, but it's like he always got a life wrath like thrown out to him. So like he lost his job. Okay, well, he can move back in with his mom. No questions. Like he's he's never had to sit there and deal with it because he always has Someone is going to help him out. So so then that someone became me. And I think what I'm saying here, like in this particular thing, one, the explanation that your therapist gave, it makes a lot of sense. If he did, he grow up with his mom by himself or did he have both parents in the house? No, just his mom. There is a specific lived experience that black men have growing up that makes them not want to do anything when they become adults. And we don't talk about it. Last time I tried to talk about it, I had therapists calling me anti-black. Like it's a specific lived experience and it's hard to talk about it because people will say that I'm blaming the mom or I'm blaming the woman who stayed or I'm blaming that. And that's not what's going on. If you have not lived through that experience, though, then you don't understand what it's like. And there is just a dynamic that occurs between a single mom, some, not everybody, but some single mothers who don't have access to resources, who don't have any other form of emotional support. They tend to lean on their sons for that emotional support. Oh and there's God, a very specific, there's a very specific, there's a very, they, girl, they tried to, they to be honest with you, they, ain't, they look I still have not gotten my lick back from people who said stuff about me them years ago. It hurt because I'm like, all I'm doing you is telling my experience. I'm giving you an explanation for why these men act like that. These men and act like that. Li it literally became a point because his mom ended up moving here too, which is so they... <sighs> And and I don't know if this is the right terminology, so please don't like. I'll help you out. I'm, look, we but, on the same team. Don't worry about them. I got your back. I'm a defense. You let somebody okay, say something to you. It just seemed like they had a very emotionally. Yes, that's the term. That's the term. Okay, that's I didn't what know it if is. that was the right and then, term. And then and then those men grow up feeling like they've had anxiety and depression their whole life, and they have not. That is what happens when you grow up with an. We, I have to be careful saying the word, but when you grow up in an environment like that and like people have asked me in the past to explain what that experience is like and I can't do it without crying and screaming at the top of my lungs. There's no way to explain. And see now, yeah, it's other races too, just so you know. Mute Asta, please, if you don't mind, because I know you may not have meant it, but it's pissing me off because we're not talking about other races right now. We're talking about a very specific experience. And that's what happens. Like people come in and they start derailing the conversation. And these men, the only time they ever talk about their experience is when they're on these podcasts with people who have also been hurt and don't understand why. So, yes, and like those men, they're dependent on their mothers for like validation, for like everything being okay. 
and they're not living their own lives. They're not living their own lives. They are connected to their mothers by their umbilical cord. Like it's never been cut. And like, I feel so bad for these men because that's why they don't have confidence. That's why they don't have any goals. The reason, one of the reasons, a potential reason why your ex-partner may have behaved the way that he did is because he was set on his life that that was the thing he was going to do. Graphic design was it. He went to school for it. Maybe he didn't even choose to. That's another thing in these EI relationships is that the men end up going down the path that their that their mothers want instead of the path that they want. I wanted to make video games as a kid. That's what I wanted to do. I did not want to be a therapist, but my mom was always talking about being a doctor. And I don't want to be a doctor. I never wanted to be that. But when you grow up with someone who is constantly influencing you in that way, they have complete and total control over what you believe, what you think, what you say, how you say it. They can they control your reality. It's like being a character in a video game, being controlled by that person. And so yeah, that young man, really he never wild. learns any He never learns any. And it can get gross. It can get disgusting. It can get really gross. I'm not going to go into it. But it can get super super gross but like they they never learn like how to have any skills and do things on their own like when 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 a setback happens they are just set back they don't know how to get their resilience and keep going so yeah you you one of the things that you can do to make sure that you never get into it and this works for men women and across the spectrum one of the things that I ask people now or I look out for is when someone tells me that their they and their mother their mother is their best friend if somebody tells me that their mom is their best friend, it's not immediately a red flag, but it is a yellow one. Because my next question is, how long have you and your mom been best friends? And if they say since I was a child, run. Shortcast Club.